This is Blender Style, the show where we discuss a blend of heavy and extreme music. On this episode, Fiona Apple, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. This album was released in 2020 on Epic Records. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers, kids. So this is my pick. I definitely remember Criminal, her single from way back in the 90s or whatever. After that, I didn't pay attention to Fiona Apple at all. Um, but this did get on my radar in 2020 when it came out, and I just started checking it out, and it was uh, kind of blew me away. So I was definitely wanted to see what you guys thought. It's non non metal, kind of outside my wheelhouse, um, but I got into it. So, are you guys familiar with Fiona Apple or this album at all before this? Yeah, uh, I think Criminal is definitely one of those tracks that you know most people have heard. I would say right. Um, my cousin. Uh, went to a Fiona Apple concert once, and uh, that really stuck with me. And uh, I went and like listened to the record, but I haven't listened to it since. This record? No, the uh, whatever album Criminal was on. I forget what it was called. So I am not familiar with Fiona Apple. I heard Criminal numerous, numerous times. Mm, like everyone day, else, but yeah. I never really paid attention to it. I always I remember think, the video. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen the video. She's wearing like layers of underwear. Uh, I think the most familiar I am is her. Didn't she like suck on a toe or something at one point? I don't know. It's like, like grungy and she's like in a kitchen. It's like after a party or something. I don't know if she like sucks on a toe, but yeah. I don't remember that feet part. Feet on a stick? Yeah, toes on a stick. Nice. Of course, Quentin Tarantino over here would uh, remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think the most familiar I am with Fiona Apple was uh, I think she did this theme song for The Affair on Showtime. Like I said before, this is not a genre I'm familiar with. I think they call it art pop. This, to me, is like jazz, blues, um, very piano-driven. and It's like all acoustic instruments, right? There's like no electric guitar on this. Heavy piano. like Heavy piano. Percussion, for sure. Yeah, like different types of percussion are going on throughout the album as well. And it's all um, makeshift percussion. I mean, there's traditional drums, but I think they said like 80% of this album is uh, makeshift percussion, whatever's mm-hmm. at hand. Yeah. Like random shit in the house. Yeah. Pots, pans, pans You hear a dog. You hear dogs at some point and stuff yeah. like that. So they, I think they recorded this in her house in Venice Beach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I heard uh, like the last two thirds of the album or something were done at Venice Beach. The pre-production was done in Texas. At a studio, but uh, the main recording was done at like her house and a friend's house or something on GarageBand. On GarageBand, mm-hmm. which they had never used at the time, supposedly. Yeah, and it kind of has that sound. Like all of us have dabbled mm-hmm. in GarageBand a little bit at some point. We're recording this on GarageBand yeah. right now, and it kind of has a very consistent sound throughout it. Like mm-hmm. the first song, it sounds like the last song. Like it sounds like it's recorded in the same room mm-hmm. to me. That's oh, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of reverb. Um, you could hear the room that they're in. A lot of echoes and stuff. Uh, a lot of background noise. Um, almost wonder if they were in a busier area in Venice where they recorded, because you could at times almost hear like the busyness outside of the the room. You feel like you're in the room listening to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's I, I weird, just, right? I don't know how to ex- explain it because it's not weird in like a bad way. Right. It's weird in a a raw. Um, it kind of adds layering and depth to the album. Yeah, for sure. It definitely gives this album character. Yeah. 
And I think uh, I also read that I'm sure all three of us have read that that she wasn't that familiar with GarageBand. Mm -hmm. And that's why some of the vocals are even like the way they are and Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. And uh, I I personally, uh, that's one of my likes about it even. Uh, Yeah, this kind of gives you that feeling of like the early 70s, real to real recordings and things like that. Uh, late 60s early 70s with like the raw that you got the hiss in the background or whatever but in this it's just background sound and noise and and room reverb and things like that i catch it with like like almost like beat poetry kind of thing going yeah what genre like what kind of songs are these even like you said it's kind of jazzy but it doesn't really have that swing there's like a lot of weird percussion going on for sure which is different for her as well with piano yeah. Well, yeah. piano is a normal thing for her, too. Right. This has kind of that piano bar feel, but with, like, a jazz percussion. And like, it's almost like you went to a piano bar, and the piano bar, the person's playing the piano, but then off on the other side of the room, they got a jazz guy just doing some, you know, drum fills and stuff. I like definitely that. feel, like, city vibes with this. I don't feel nature. I feel city. I feel... Oh, yeah, this is busy. Like, in a small apartment, like... Oh, uh, well know, said. I mean? Busy, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's, like, the energy of this. It's, it's not... It's not sad. It's not, like... It a, touches on a lot, lot of sad aspects, but, yeah, the music's upbeat, for sure, and it, it keeps that upbeat tone. It's like she's trying she's like trying to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like getting her stuff together and walking out the door and yes. like that's kind of like the vibe I get from this. That's a and really good observation. Doesn't take shit either. It's like she's saying fuck you to the bullies is kind of the yeah feeling I, I get from it. There's like some pride going on in here. There's um a feel to this that kind of brings me back to that schoolyard Shit, you would see like the kids jump roping doing the songs too. That kind of has that vibe. Uh, some parts of it, yeah, it's weird. It's it's kind of all over. The, it's like it's kind of hard to explain. It yeah, it's weird because it's got like some parts have that real deep south kind of feel, like something you'd see like uh, New Orleans on sitting on a porch on the porch kind of thing, or or something you hear like on a street musician uh, or some street musicians playing down there. And then it's also got that banging kind of, on some buckets. And, well, yeah, no, it's dude. also got that weird East coast. Like you said, small apartments, totally splitting right down the road of, am I jazz? Am I blues? Am I jazz? Am I blues? Is it garage? Is it not? Right. Yeah. Like I, she's definitely taken the rhythmic parts of like the blues and the different upbeat happiness and mixing just personal lyrics man totally yeah, like raw and what's cool about this is that it's personal lyrics and but i take it also personal i feel like this is male or female mm-hmm. this oh, is totally for great. everybody type record lyrical content yeah sound I agree with you that. know and her vocal delivery is just like it's personal. Like no one's singing shit like this at all. Like you could have covered these times songs. where her voice is going in different places and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's like almost Yoko Ono stuff, except it doesn't suck. <laughs> Better. <laughs> and there's there's a raspiness to it. There's also a, a mistiming kind of aspect to it, where she's not on time sometimes, but it, I it think works that's really what well. She was talking about with the vocal parts. Mm-hmm. It feels like she's it? like running like triplets over like. Four, four, like straight eight mm-hmm. notes or something. Yeah, there's some definite like runs where it seems like she's going faster than the music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit. It, but it's poetry. It's <clears throat> rough. It's tough. 
you know, kick me under the table. I won't shut up. You know. Yeah, it's great, dude. I love that she says fuck in two songs back to back. And not in like a weird way. Like, yeah. She's saying fuck in this piano, yeah, jazz, bluesy thing. And she does it with... That's one of the things I like about it too, dude. It's just, it's like the vocals are so raw in this. Like you feel what she's saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, I read that she takes a very long time to come out with records like this. Actually took years to record. Yeah, there's a long window between the last album and this one. Yeah, for sure. And and like at first when I, you know, like was looking it up, I thought that was kind of weird. You know what I mean? This is her fifth record, I believe been around for many years you know how much does have more and then like i think this takes a lot out this is an artist spilling her guts and i think this isn't something you could just bang out in three months right and that's what i love about this this is very personal and this is a piece of her that she's put out in the world and that's great it sounds like they took their time with it Mm -hmm. but it also sounds live at the same time so i really like the the use of the structures that they use on this um the structures of the songs are really good. The piano is killer throughout. The the song Shamika, uh, that that piano intro, or actually the whole piano part, it's really cool. It reminds me of um, the intro to the Peanuts, which is cool. I like how fucking weird and bizarre it is. Mm-hmm. Nothing sounds like I don't know anything that sounds like this. This is not my wheelhouse. I don't listen to music like this mm-hmm. generally speaking. But mm-hmm. dude, there's just this is very unique, and I dig it for that. And the it's got a cool vibe. Like I feel like a lot of like uh, more acoustic uh, music like this can tend to be like more sad or happy. It doesn't really have that mm-hmm. angry angst vibe that kind of draws us to metal. Um, but this definitely has some like fuck you kind of elements going into it. And I really well dig said, it. man. Well said. That's a good thing to touch on, yeah, because it doesn't have that angry angst like you would hear in like a metal or punk song. But it's just as Deep and heavy. It's this like, kind of sounds punk rock to me. This is like up there with Patti Smith. And I'm word. a Patti Smith fan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I when this came out, I also listened to it. And I don't... I'll always listen to this album. You know what I mean? I know she has other albums. I know I should go back and listen to them. But this album has such a sound and vibe. The pace of it. uh, That I can connect with. This is is 52 minutes. This feels like 30 fucking minutes. It jams, dude. It's easy to jam. And I will fucking... I'll walk one more time around the block with my dog so I can make sure I listen to this (laughs) whole record. I think it's great. But what do you dislike about it? I think some of the, like, percussion parts can kind of sound the same in, you know, in, in, in certain parts. Um kind of repetitive in some areas you know but uh i'd be reaching man the repetitive there's lots of repetitive parts in this i think that's what makes it good too like mm-hmm. she hooks by repeating parts right she's smart to do that mm-hmm. but some of it i'm just like dude don't say ladies one more time she says ladies like 500 times. i actually think that's a great fucking song <laughs> it's good i i, I think i don't disagree song, but it's just like you know if i had to pick something i don't like it but there, there's a lot of repetition to it so i would agree with yeah. that i think that was one of my biggest complaints was the repetition like i don't need to hear you say sweep me under the rug i won't shut up i mean just shut up already we yeah. got it yeah it oh like, my gosh i love that uh, part no i do love that part <laughs> I, I love that part but it's just 
so many times. Like I got it after you know the third read. It makes it hard to listen to over and over again. It does. But I also think that like the the other thing that I didn't like about it was like this album took me five or six listens to get into. No, really. It it the rawness, which now I think is probably the best part of it, was the thing that made me not like it at first. Interesting. So it was raw and it was dirty and. Like I said, I'm not a Fiona Apple fan. Uh, I've heard the whatever song was on the radio. Criminal. Criminal. (laughs) And the one off of the affair. And they were super, like, overproduced almost, you know. Um, And then to hear this, I was like, what the hell is this? At first, I thought this was one of her, like, first, like, Like a demo or or something. (laughs) And and I didn't really like it. I'm not a fan of her style of music Mm -hmm. to begin with. And so... It kind of threw me off, but after about the fourth or fifth time through, I caught myself like humming along to the songs and like getting into them and stuff. And it it came out to be a really good album. But I think just the slow build for me is my biggest down, like my biggest dislike about it. Mm. It took too many times. And then even now there's songs like we were just talking about where they repeat the part so many times. They're just like, okay, heard enough, next song. Um, Mm. Other than that, there really wasn't a lot to dislike about it. I mean, it was a pretty decent album. Well, I mean, saying you want to skip the song, that sounds pretty bad. Well, but I mean, I'm like three quarters of the way through it, and I'm just tired of hearing the same thing over again. My only other beef with it is I think it plays better as an album as in individual tracks. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really feel like I'm pulling a lot of tracks off this and putting them in playlists. Like, I just sit down and I play this as an album. Yeah, there's a certain mm-hmm. flow to it that just kind of goes, and if you disrupt it, it kind of breaks it. But I'm, you know, I'm kind of reaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what'd you give this for a rating, Casey? So I give this a 3.8 out of 5. Um, like I said, it took a while to grow on me. It started out not liking it, and it kind of felt childish um, and just phoned in almost. Um, but as it grew on me, it was it was really good. I got into it. I feel like there's that schoolyard feel like I kind of talked about, um, which is kind of the biggest downfall to me, really. It's just... There's just certain things I'm like, I don't, it's almost like you're jumping rope and you're repeating the same thing and counting up to a million or whatever. Um, that's but 3.8, my... it's good though. You yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is where I got to jump in real quick because you're saying this shit. And dude, my rating's 3.9 and I think this album kicks ass. <laughs> so Nate, you're giving it a 3.9? Giving it a 3.9, man. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. That's right. Yeah, three point nine. I think this album kicks. I would recommend it to anybody, and uh, yeah, it's a good album. I would recommend it. I probably won't listen to it again. Oh, I'll listen to it tomorrow. I give this a four (laughs) point six out of five. This is a quirky, brilliant album. I recommend it to anyone. Anyone that's into music at all, that's like can deal with non traditional like structured music. Mm music fans just check out fetch the bowl cutters it's fantastic although that is the weakest song on this album no it's no, not I, man Ladies. i probably underrated this 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 album to tell i you think shit. you did too and i think i'll i'll i will continue to listen to this record i think it's a great one i've been listening to this for you know two years since it came out or whatever i just i haven't listened to it since it made a playlist years ago that i did just just a random playlist I'm a metalhead, and I make a top 10 album list of every year. This was my number one for 2020. Ooh. Fetch the Bolt Cutters is great, dude. Well, that's kind of what sucks, too, is it like, 
came out during like you know the whole pandemic thing you know i don't know why you think that sucks i think that's great we needed something good <laughs> well no, no i mean like in the sense of like i mean did she really tour on this did she do much with this it's, you know, you know what it's not and it's, i don't really think she really tours that because a lot of bands were doing <laughs> material during the pandemic and you could feel it like mm. like cradle filth did like live performances and you're like oh, this is fucking phoned in mm. this feels genuine as fuck this seems like she was just like fuck everything going on mm. i'm gonna make a good album in my, I want to make what I want to make. Yeah, and it's not like this goes to show that if you want, if you have any potential, because we're sa- Blender style saying you have potential, that you can use GarageBand, you can do anything you want, you can make, you know, your. She's own. tapping on fucking pots and pans. This is awesome. And making the best album of 2020 in GarageBand. In your yeah, your opinion. Blender style said you had potential. Kick rocks. This is Blender style. That was Fiona Apple fetch the bolt cutters. <laughs> They're like uh, sucker punch lines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. You know, 